The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. This is a this is a show on the internet. It's got a comedy. It's got reviews. It's it's could be the only show on the internet that has those two things working together in such beautiful harmony, wouldn't you say? In concert, in consort, in harmony, you might say. Yeah, we're like a two man orchestra. I'm the maestro because I got a cool stick. Matt, uh, you're just a guy like surrounded by percussion instruments. And I sit on my head and I spin. Yeah, you're not the guy just on the one, the snare drum all night. You're the guy who's got like 40 instruments he's got to take mm-hmm. care of. Mm-hmm. Vibra slap primarily, but... <sighs> yeah, primarily... <laughs> tonight we're going to be playing around in the slap. <laughs> and and most nights, really, even though all those instruments are around you, they're, they're just to hide the fact that you're going to be slapping. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little review, I guess. Please. Set us off with a review. This is the show that reviews reviews, after all. So, let's have one. This is from Amazon. The Black Jewel Gourmet Popcorn Kernels. Original black. 28.35 ounces. Pack of one. It is a pack of popcorn kernels. Okay, cool. It is written by Scott P. Sinclair, this review. <laughs> uh, it is titled, The Prince of Pop. Popcorn, <laughs> in my opinion, is a separate food group. I have spent my life trying to recreate the taste of movie theater popcorn. I have a small movie theater popcorn machine and have been using all-in-one popcorn, quote, kits to get my fix. I had used the Black Jewel popcorn in the past. It is sometimes hard to find in the grocery store. Once I had to order an entire case from the company. Now I can get it from Amazon. A big win! (laughs) The kernels are indeed black in the plastic jar. They pop up white with smaller, crunchier kernels that have quite a unique nut-like flavor. Oh. Quite tasty, and I have gone through half my stash in one month. Time to order more! Five stars. Oh my goodness, this man's addicted. This man, this man loves his black jewel popcorn. (laughs) I think I've actually had this this style of popcorn, though. I, I was thinking... Smaller, nuttier. Small black gemstones that you fry up. It's very secretive. It's very coveted popcorn. Right. There's a dragon that has amassed a hoard of wealth, and he sleeps upon just millions <laughs> of popcorn, black popcorn kernels. Which is kind of a precarious situation for Mr. Dragon, because one, <laughs> you know, one errant toot, <laughs> and he sets him up. <laughs> That's okay. He's just and then the little goblins that live with him. His little goblins start to just run up and have a snack. That's how they. That's that's a goblin noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Okay, popcorn is a separate food group. A whole other food group. I mean, what food group is popcorn in, if not its own? It's not bread. It's a grain. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that's a carbohydrate. You can't tell me how many carbs are in a popcorn. (laughs) It's a nut, but it's not a protein. Corn is a nut. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to get on board with that. It's it's not. It's it's not quite a a a a corn. (laughs) They take off a little corn and mix it into (laughs) seeds, and seeds are protein. Um. Yeah, right, right. I, I'm not a registered dietitian. Get, how do you, how you get popcorn <laughs> kernels is you take the cob and they say, let's shake these seeds off. You put it shake in the, it, yeah. the, the, the cob shaker. Just like yeah. for the Christmas trees, the same thing at the Christmas tree lot. You, yep. <laughs> yep, you check. But this time you want all the black jewels to come off. And as soon as they come off, they become they stop being a vegetable, a kernel of a vegetable, and become a seed. A seed? <laughs> a seed, or you can plant a popcorn tree. 
But you don't do that. You just eat it. I am not convinced that that's how I think this is this true. Works. I think this is all all facts as far as I can okay, tell. Well, I'm going to take the bag of Orville Redenbacher and just chuck it out the window and see what happens. And if I get a tree with with well, you should no, you need to do more than just chuck things out windows to get seeds. Jeez. Right, to to get them properly germinated, I need to make sure they're under some soil, they get some sunlight, they Thank get some you. water. Show some respect for the black jewels, the, Matt. The pH is proper to grow, and I'm at the proper uh, climate band. I'm like, like a six or a seven across the United States here. If they can grow in a sunny or shared, shaded, arid, dry, wet, any of those things, we'll see. We'll see. Thank you for a shot. Post-progress picks. I'm willing to test it out. As long as we're kind of like in a debate scenario here. I found this review, which isn't on its face funny or, or too overly interesting, but I thought it would spark a bit of uh, good discussion between the two of us. Sure. This is an Amazon review for the Nintendo Switch game, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, a recent re-release of said title on this newer platform. Mm-hmm. I have actually not played it. I bought it for the Wii from Half Price Books a couple years ago, and I got the in-game soundtrack, like the 25th Zelda soundtrack, anniversary soundtrack, and I was like, that's a deal. And then I ended up buying this anyway, just because. But Amazon user Jackie titles their review, all caps, don't waste your money or time. And Jackie writes, I was so excited to buy this game. Bought it used at GameStop and will be returning it. Not what I expected. Very cartoony. Nothing like the first two. Almost looks like a game for a child under 10 years old. Wow. One star. Ripping on it. She didn't like the guy who looks like has the chicken hair. So a few things to point out. This was a review from July 24th, 2021. I would have to go back and check when this game actually released. But if Jackie's already buying it used at GameStop... On July 24th, like, like somebody sold it instantly, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> but the main point is, Jackie says, nothing like the first two. I mean, she's that's the only correct part about the review, isn't it? Which, what do you think Jackie is actually talking about, that, When Zelda could mean anything. It could mean anything. The first two ones on the GameCube? But those... For- the That one's got the cartooniest one of all. Yeah, Wind Waker is very cartoony. You and me, savants that we are, we know Legend of Zelda for the NES and Zelda 2 Link's Adventure. The crappy technically one. The, the first two. Right, the good one Although and the crappy one. Although if we're going one. chronologically, that may not be necessarily the case. Is this a new gamer? What does she think is the first two? What about that one for the CDI with the cool animation? <laughs> That I one looks about those. as good as Skyward Sword. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I'll let you know once I play it, but I have to say it's probably better than those. I don't want to ruin your experience, but Skyward Sword's kind of the poopy one. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. As long as you know. But I feel like I need to get, I need, need to get the whole story. You the need whole, to do, yeah, I need to do Bomb The whole bowling. legend. The whole Bomb bowling. I don't don't spoil it for me. Uh, I'll have you know that there's one good thing about that game, and it's bomb bowling. All right, it okay. changes the <laughs> changes 3D Zelda for the better. That's the only okay. good innovation. I learned that not even the wall blade blades are cool, but I, I won't mm. give anything else away. Okay, chicken head guy, bomb bowling, wall bay blade. That's all. That's I'm ready just for a few it. things. Well, I hope you're ready for this review from Amazon. I am, unless we had some more Zelda to Zelda. No, maybe she's just thinking, like, I don't know what she would be thinking. Breath of the Wild is my guess. Maybe Twilight Princess. I don't know, though. I don't know. Breath of the Wild is the first Zelda. That's what the real fans say. It could be, I guess. We'll we'll move on after saying probably the obvious choice is the N64 classics. Those are a little too cartoony for me. (laughs) They don't look like the first two. (laughs) Give me your review. (laughs) Okay. This is a review uh, for Sewing Scissors, Ultra Sharp, Freecraft Knife, 9 Inches, Heavy Duty, Professional Shears, All-Purpose Scissors, Office and Crafts, Perfect for Seamstresses, Tailors, Dressmakers, Students, and Artists. It's from Amazon. 
My name's Taylor. I can tell from that. A terrible, terrible Tyler. Yeah, title. <laughs> uh, this review is written by Shinko Hoyo. They write, I bought these to trim a coat into half a coat for a cosplay I'm working on. I thought I'd have trouble at the zipper. I did not. Nice. As I slice the sleeves like butter, I realize I've never wielded anything this sharp in my life. I am slightly afraid of my newfound power, but also eager to begin severing the bond between man and his soul. <laughs> These scissors are so sharp, they will allow me to break the ancient laws upheld by the gods too weak to stop me now. When I come for you, do not run. There is nowhere to run. Five stars. This is no longer a cause play. This is a cause reality. Right. You, if, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're dressing up as has now become irrelevant because you're wielding true power. Right. The, the, the godlike scissors. The, the, the scissors that can cut anything. Sing, sing. She's made, it's cutting up diamonds like sashimi over there. <laughs> can you imagine cutting through a zipper? Uh, I mean, I've done some craft, some some pretty intensive craft projects dealing with, uh, like, making stuffed animals before, and I don't know that I ever actually had to cut the zipper. I had to, I got help sewing the zipper in, because that's tr- tricky. That's sewing true, in not a anymore. Not anymore. You just uh, take a crack with these scissors. <laughs> cut the fabric of reality apart and back together. Reconstruct it to your suited needs. Right. Very amazing. Wow. I'm I'm just kind of stunned. This this these scissors have awakened some deep-seated desire. What would you what would you want to cut with these scissors? Probably those people who go on Fiverr and get energy swords. I would show them how lame those those It would show oh so you would Highlander all the fake sword people <laughs> from Fiverr just to yeah. just to punish them for their stupidity, their ignorance. You fools! Look at what you've done. Other things I would cut, I don't know. Railroad lines. <laughs> like if there's a freight train blocking my way, I'm just gonna step up and and huck the scissors at them and see. That'd be a real trip. Go go to an enemy. Your enemy's having lunch at a little cafe. They're having soup. Uh huh. Cut the bowl of soup in half. Whoa! While the soup's still in it, and make a mess. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say just, like, cut a hole in the floor, Looney Tunes style. (laughs) (laughs) Go under them and (laughs) cut the floor out. That's cool, too. It's not not quite as aggressive. It's in your face is what I wanted to do to them, though. No, that's very aggressive. Look them in the eyes while I cut their their bowl of soup in half. (laughs) And you're doing it so fast that the soup doesn't spill out. For Until a the bowl is already in, in two pieces. Heaves apart in two pieces. And the, the soup goes everywhere, burns their lap. And I, I don't even laugh, I just smile. What are they going to do? What are they going to do to me? I got the scissors. You've got the scissors. You cut the air in front of them and, and they'll suffocate. Oh my gosh. You can, you can cut reality. They're six feet away from you. You do a cut. They're one feet in front of you. They can't escape. <laughs> yeah, you can teleport with these scissors. Yeah, you just get snipping. You want to take a little road trip? Minneapolis, Twin Cities, too far away? Just get snipping. Snip, 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 snip. You're there in 20 minutes. Ready just to go to the mall. time. It has nothing on you. Yeah, you want to. Snip. You want to go back in time? Why not just cut the timeline up? Yeah, it's not going to have any repercussions. Nah, not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, Einstein would frown if you didn't experiment with these with these uh, reality-changing scissors. I mean, they wouldn't sell something on Amazon that, that's dangerous, right? <laughs> <laughs> they would never... Uh-huh. All that stuff's vetted, right? Uh, Amazon, the people at Amazon are, are checking every single item to make Nothing sure it's safe. janky on Amazon. The guy who owns it <laughs> f- has a rocket, so how could They're it be? They're checking every single listing to make sure that the title isn't just complete bonkers search engine optimized garbage. Hey, that's why, that's why the reviews are there, man. That's why we hold them so highly. The, the series... The checks and balances that are the reviews. That's right. It's a, a public 
a public arm of Amazon. That's you, me, and everyone else. Right. We, we're we keeping these Amazon long titles in check. The Try it anyway. The title, the harder we're going to check you. That's what I would use the scissors on, actually. Be sniffing some Amazon product <laughs> titles. Snip. Yeah, I think ultra sharp sewing scissors is enough for, for, for this one. Let's just snip the HTML on out of there. Stop it. I don't need to know if something's for boy, girl, age 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Family friendly, fun time, science, STEM, math. Great gift. No. Great gift for bar mitzvah, birthday, <laughs> Christmas, New Year's, Easter, grandma. New Year's, no. Easter, grandma. Snip that stuff off. Bye-bye, grandma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor grandma, dude. She just wanted to say hi. It's just the concept of grandma, not actual grandma. The concept of the very concept of grandmothers <laughs> has been removed from reality because Matt has got unruly with his ultra sharp scissors. Try and stop me. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'm powerless to Matt's wild fabric tearing scissor slicing. You know what else you're powerless to stop? The product in this next review. That's right. I'm jumping right to it without you. Li- just You can't even get a word in. Not a good return policy on that one. Actually, the scissors might be a good, like the good natural enemy to this product, which was sent to me by the cousin that I adore, Allie, host of the Campaign Her podcast. Check out the Campaign Her podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, if you like listening to smart people. They're listening to us, so unlikely. Unlikely, but hey, whatever. Give it a shot anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I'm grateful for this review, which actually I will I will kind of spoil it right now. It technically might qualify as a me, you, and meme review product. So maybe check check for that in about a year's time because it's very summer themed. And I'll just get right to it. This is the Soul Coastal, the Beach Behemoth, giant inflatable ball, 12-foot pole-to-pole, huge jumbo toys for water games, big family fun for swimming pool party. It is a, a, a ginormous inflatable beach ball. A big-ass ball. Big dang ball. B-A-B. And even on the Amazon page, it seems like they're leaning into the meme status because in oh, the description- they they like, they like that. The, they lo- they the love the attention. Uh, you know, you get to the product description below- Below stuff, and it says ACDC would be proud. The beach behemoth was first recorded in writing by Spanish conquistadors in 1521 as they observed several native populations worshiping the gargantuan orbs as minor sun gods. In awe of the behemoth's remarkable stature, the conquistadors named it El Gigante. Then they all had a rockin' beach party. Um, That's not what happened. That's not what the conquistadors did. No. That that definitely is a bit of revisionist history. They weren't nice guys. But yeah, there's even more in the description that's a bit like winky winky. So that gives credence to to the thought that this is a me, you, and meme review product of the future. And as I said, the the shears of of destiny just might be able to cut through this big ball. Absolutely they could, like butter. Let me get to the review from none other than Reed Hamlin, who titles their review, A Fun Way to Ruin a Weekend and Blow a Hundred Bucks. Reed writes, We took this ball to the beach, and after close to two hours to pump it up, we pushed it around for ten fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it hurtling down the beach at about forty knots. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster (laughs) we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after it because its path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. Rumor has it that it can still be seen stalking innocent families on the Florida panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina, so there is something to be said about its durability. Two stars. 
And a whopping 19,155 people found this helpful. Wow. Well, it did, it did read like a Goosebumps book synopsis. Yeah. Adding to the legend is a review just above it uh, from about two months after that review. Joseph B. titles his review, I had to respond to the funny review. We were in Destin, Florida. I think I found your runaway beach ball. And there's a picture with what appears to be a ball just like on top of a <laughs> of a of a condominium building. Just chilling there. Just who, just there. Who knows if that's the same ball, the same we kaiju? Don't know. It could be. The, it could be. The, it spawned more. Right. There could be more balls out there, everywhere, attempting to crush buildings, climbing buildings, crush children, crush dreams, crushing children, crushing dreams, crushing reality. We have to arm ourselves with these scissors before it's too late. Right. That's our only defense. <sighs> How much did those scissors cost? Because we need them. Twenty-five bones. Woo! Well, that, that's cheaper than the than the beach ball we already won. Yeah. What What's a life worth? A those, lot more than twenty-five bones. Those people are dead. Potentially, <laughs> we don't know. Well, yeah, I guess he left it up to interpretation. At the very least, they've got some outstanding medical bills to attend to. <laughs> so you think, <laughs> at the very least, legs broken, arms. They've got just like <laughs> sand gotten so many places and it was uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> they, they needed a professional to get the sand out. <laughs> this is this might be a stretch, but this this these beach balls are kind of like Zorb balls if they went berserk. Yes. In Evangelion, when there's the connection between the pilot and the big mech monster they pilot, severs, they go berserk and just start killing and eating everything around them. Whoa. That's sort of what the beach beach ball has created. It's just a pilotless Zorb ball that knows no remorse, <laughs> operates completely on id. Right. Wants nothing but destruction. It is pure energy. Pure and chaos. It's not nice energy. <laughs> Yeah, some might say chaos energy, some might say not nice energy. <laughs> That's what I say. That energy's not nice. We need to mm -mm. stop that. Stop it. That's where your handy-dandy energy sword comes in. And failing that, <laughs> your six scissors. Yeah, the, the energy sword's definitely doing nothing against these kaiju beach balls. <laughs> Be like, there's some bowling. You're stacked up with your energy sword, and <laughs> I'd love to go bowling. Go go to the Colorado Rockies and go bowling with these suckers. Just taking out whole mountains, <laughs> knock them out into the ocean. <laughs> uh, that's how uh, that's how God terraformed the whole uh, the whole coast. He just had a big bowling game. <laughs> Yeah, well, what's the worst that could happen? What's the guy with the big ox? Lumberjack man? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan, yeah. This is just Paul Bunyan's uh, bowling ball. That's what the that's what they call it in the Northwest. Oh, you go on Amazon, get to yourself one of them Paul Bunyan bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't joke about Paul up there. I think they make some jokes about Paul. If not Paul... That big blue ox, for sure. You can't. Hey, babe. Yeah, the jokes write themselves. Hey, I got blue bowls over here. <laughs> no comment. I will refrain from commenting, uh, to protect the the sanctity of our listeners' ears. They don't deserve it. <laughs> they deserve. They, there will be no remorse when it comes to their sick. Perverse ears. That's there right, listener. I'm talking to you. Children out there. They're children. No, there's an explicit tag. If they're children listening to this, they're already really cool. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We're gonna figure out how to get more adults to listen to our show. To the adult room. Like in the back of the video store? Yes, that one's behind the little curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. 
If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to the second half of Me, You, and Meme Reviews. How to Avoid Huge Ships. Look out! one coming now, look out! (laughs) If you missed the first part, you can go back and listen to episode 60, or you can check out the blog on reviewparty.com.com, where the same sort of stuff is summed up. You know what, I'll sum it up here for those of you who aren't willing to go back. This is a book by Captain John W. Trimmer, titled, How to Avoid Huge Ships. That's a funny name for a book particularly the huge adjective, right? What'd you say? And I'm I'm still not sure if that's really what the book's about. Right. Pretty, pretty sure. Because most reviews on Amazon and other websites read a little something like this one from Amazon user Ty, who titles their review, Great for humans, but... Dot, dot, dot. After the horrific death of my great-great-grandfather caused by humans at the wheel of a huge ship... My parents always told me to beware of huge ships. When I broke free of them about 10 years ago, I needed to make sure I stayed educated on all the current ways to avoid huge ships. Unfortunately, I can't move by myself and rely on only wave movement to push me around. Obviously only written with humans in mind, not icebergs. Four stars. They really tried to do a big a big setup, setup Get it? and swing there, huh? Yeah, uh... So, this book attracted some attention. We featured the Three Wolf Moon shirt before. Lots of online attention. We featured the Bic for her pens. Media attention. Good old, not so good anymore. Ellen talked about that thing. This book, though, did get some attention. It was was awarded the Diagram Prize from UK Magazine, Bookseller Magazine. And that's an award given to books with humorous titles. Oh, just the title's good. They just like the title. Like, hey, that's a funny title. Ugh. Jimmy Fallon featured it on his Do Not Read list. Uh, I'll feature Jimmy Fallon on my Do Not Watch list. (laughs) 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 And this book itself inspired two other books. One, How to Avoid Huge Ships and Other Implausibly Titled Books. And the other, How to Avoid Huge Ships, a comic book parody. So obviously, this thing's had some impact. Right, they're they're doing spin-offs here. There's some it's got spin-off content. But you may be wondering what it's all about. So I myself have obtained this book through <laughs> the wonder of interlibrary loan, because it's like $150 for the first edition and even more for the second edition. Support your public library, people. Support your public library. Get your library card. It's it, having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Exactly. <laughs> so I've read the book cover to cover, inside and out, and I am prepared to provide both a legitimate review and a meme review of my own, both of which will be uploaded to goodreads.com because I won't be able to get that good old verified stamp on Amazon since I didn't purchase it. So, what do you want first, Brent? Do you want the... I think we gotta... I forget what we, we do. I feel like... I forget what we do, too. <laughs> In this case, I want... We could either ride the meme wave or finally reveal if this is, like, a, a legitimate serious book. If it's funny for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. That's sort of what I'm curious about. Okay. So it sounds like you want the real review first. Well, let's just, yeah, let's get it. Let's open that can up. All right. This is my real review of How to Avoid Huge Ships by Captain John W. Trimmer. Captain Trimmer is the type of individual who would captivate your entire evening if you happen to bump into him at a party, though he'd likely be able to avoid said bump. 
And while most of this book won't apply to most people glancing at its cover, the information contained inside is delivered in such a way that anyone reading even just one passage will walk away brighter with newfound knowledge and lighter having heard stories of life and, yes, death on the water. So what is there beyond get out of the way? Plenty. This book offers you new perspectives, both literal, like the different points of view between a ship's wheelhouse and a private boat's helm, and figurative, like what is going through a ship pilot's head in any given moment, why they may or may not turn, how their steering control diminishes when slowing down, how weather can blind their radar, and why it's best for you to move, not them. Shipping lanes, depth requirements, creating new collision courses, etc. Will I use any of this information? Possibly, possibly not. But it's a quick and compelling read that will transport your mind away just as easily as any novel. Plus, it may save your life. Not bad for just 99 pages. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> there we go. So this is just a real-ass help book. This is just a yeah. real-ass, you're going sailing and you don't want to get hit by a big ship book. Yeah, it's like, here's what you need to understand about how these guys pilot their giant ships and why they do it that way i thought see from i was kind of wishfully thinking that it was a tongue-in-cheek survival guide all uh the zombie survival guide type books sure sure uh, you know i can't be disappointed that this is actually a helpful book that may have saved people and through the meme reviews of supplied lots of laughs but i don't know the potential is there yeah, it, I mean, you do get some entertainment just from the book because the captain is like, let me stop and tell you a story real quick. And it happens like once every two pages. And you're like, here, here we go again. So if you like ship carnage or avoiding ship carnage, good book for you. I could go and grab and try and find a page where he's legitimately funny uh, if, if, if you want. Nah. We'll okay. take your word for it. But there are times where he's legitimately funny. He, he tells jokes. Very tongue-in-cheek jokes do appear. Uh, and also a story about death. So this is just a good book. It's a good book. That sucks. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> mad it's just a good book. <laughs> All right. Well, to, to relight your fire for fun, I will read my meme review of how to avoid huge ships. When the cold air nips and the north wind whips... And the captain grips with fingertips, calloused from his many trips. If the vessel clips through rapid rips, it dips, it tips, yet never flips. When the deckhand's dog has got the yips, when the first mate fears he's cashed his chips, the call escapes the captain's lips. Through the night the vessel skips, headed for their distant slips, and there they'll be if he equips. How to avoid huge ships. This poem has been passed down by my people for generations, but over time we lost sight of its true meaning. We called Captain Trimmer's book outdated, a text that couldn't apply to our modern world. We thought the words were just a story, not a warning, how wrong we were. After 40 days and 40 nights of rains, the world is now the domain of the huge ship. Flooding waters destroyed the books. All that's left is the song of Trimmer, and we cling to it as tightly as we cling to our flotsam. In this world renewed, it may be our only hope. Five stars. Nice. So you're picturing a post-apocalyptic world where instead of Terminator hunter killers flying around getting everybody, it's just ships. Right, it's it's slightly biblical. Uh, that's what I was kind of going for. Oh, yep. That's well. I mean, the Bible loves the apocalypse. They got a it's whole just, book about it. It's just Noah built like a thousand arcs, and you need to watch out <laughs> because they're coming for you. Except Noah, it's a demon Noah who wants to yeah. kill everyone. Exactly. <laughs> there they are. Get them. Yeah, that's terrifying. It sounds like we got a, ourselves a screenplay to write. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I like I like that idea. That's Waterworld meets what's that one with the machines? The machines. Where it's like the cities are the machines, cities. Oh yeah. Deadly is it deadly machines? Something like that. Something machines. Some machines. Anyway. Well, another another beautiful you mean mean reviews in the books. That's right. Pun That's intended. Right. 
this time especially. You can check out our Instagram this Thursday to see to see that I actually legitimately had the book. There'll be a picture. There'll be a picture proving it. <laughs> and there also be Matt will also be uh, open carrying in that picture. I can yes I put that out there. Scissors and wearing sunglasses and uh, a bandolier. I'll see what I can do. He'll <laughs> be on a mountaintop, uh, snowboarding on a sea lion. Okay, probably also, not that, but we'll also see. We'll see. Chewing tobacco and snorting <laughs> cocaine. This will all be in the picture. Mm-hmm. It's a rough week. <laughs> Yeah, Matt's sort of on a bender, but he had to get this stupid meme blog photo done. Worth it, though. Worth it. Oh, definitely. It's going to be a great picture. What what we got? Check out the Instagram. It's beautiful. Averviewparty.com. Mortal Engines. Got it. Mortal Engines. Yep. It's like a cross between Waterworld and Mortal Engines. Ugh. Two. Ah, Those movies are cult classics, though. I don't mind having their cult classic status. Yeah, I'll take that. The, the first two minutes of Waterworld, Kevin Costner. Is it Kevin Costner? Drinks pee. It is Kevin Costner, yeah. And he drinks his own piss. <laughs> Can't get that anywhere else. It's all you need. Uh, all I need. I know what the audience needs, all right? And, I, I, and sometimes I give it to them, sometimes I don't. This week I'm giving it to them. What give do you think I'm going to give them, Matt? I know you know. Yeah, that's right. Yelp Japan, we're here. At Yelp Japan, getting you the goods, getting you, getting you the, getting you the goodies. This is the this is a review from Yelp for the Tokyo National Museum. We got a pair of museum reviews here. This first one for Ooh. the Tokyo National Museum. This one, this one, uh, this is written by Ed Yu. He's an elite twenty twenty one. Hey, brother. Hey, Mr. Elite. Um, Without further ado, Ed writes, Tokyo National Museum. Did you know this is the seventh largest art museum in the world? Well, did you? I didn't (laughs) think so. Now you do. Holds over 110,000 artifacts. If you want to see it all, Godspeed. If you're like Jamie W. and me, and you have a spare hour and a half, because you have sushi spots to hit up afterward, right? The trick was to focus on the <laughs> Japanese gallery first. The Honkan, which consists of 23 exhibit rooms highlighted by the second floor where the history of Japanese art can be traced in chronological order. The Toyokan building covers a broader canvas of Asian art. While really excellent, while really ancient temple artifacts can be found in the gallery of Horuji treasures. If you've got an afternoon free and you're a Japanophile, go for it. Tickets are only 620 JPY. And it's just a 10-minute walk from Yuino Station. Related, traveling in Japan, here are collections of places I've visited and review. With a bit.ly link. Five stars. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, the hustle, right? This man's more than just an elite. <laughs> oh, right. He is hustling for that status. Wow. Yeah, you like this review? Well, good news. I got I got a whole collection here. I got a whole yeah. a whole shebang. Is like one of those peddlers who's opening their their trench coat with all the watches and stuff. <laughs> hey, you like this one? How about these? Yeah, you're asking for directions to the train station. Oh, it's over there. Oh, if you like those directions, whoosh, he's got map. He's got all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Oh, you're taking the train? Like trains, huh? What do you think about? Cars. <laughs> I just I'm I'm looking at this man's profile. This Ed U here. Mm-hmm. Yelp Elite since 2006. Every year. Bro. Running. And guess how many reviews this man's has? If he's been elite that long, he probably has boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna say he's got over four hundred, but that may be lowballing him. 5,558 reviews. What? I definitely lowballed him. <laughs> Sorry. Ed Sama here. No kidding. Yeah, this is. I, I was impressed with just the link at the end. I was like, wow, how crispy. 
you know he's he's got the top featured review for this lovely museum i'm sure people are looking at it all the time and he's linking out dude he is playing the game right that's what we need to do well uh if we're playing the game right why don't we go to someone who's playing the game a little different wrong (laughs) (laughs) you can say that this is a review for the ghibli museum in mitaka that's right this is the uh the lovely little studio ghibli museum uh michelle m had a visit and she decided to write a review which went a little something like this i'm in between rating this as a 3.5 for some reason this is a hot ticket item for a tourist had me intrigued into going our friend who is currently living in japan for a year purchased our ticket from a local convenience store we purchased our tickets on the 10th of the month japan time but the website kept crashing the day we go we had to take a couple of forms of transit Outside of the building is so cute. The inside is also well built. I just wasn't that into the exhibit. They aren't interactive, just looking at stuff. Mock-up rooms. What I enjoyed most was watching the shorts. Didn't understand what they were saying, but enjoyed the puppy film. The gift shop didn't have all the items. I had thought they would. I wish I knew that. Because the day before, I was at Kittyland, and they had more Ghibli toy options to choose from. You can't take pictures inside the building. Don't they know that the places are built for selfies? Perhaps this keeps people moving along. The cat bus is for kids only. I so wanted to take a picture of it. In conclusion, it's something to do once. I don't plan on going back. It doesn't turn me off from watching Ghibli movies. But they are always so beautiful and creative. Three stars. Okay. I think that's a good review. Got, yeah, you like you kind of like what she's going. I, in I here. was a little lukewarm from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> this place is built well. All right, <laughs> this, look at that. Ah, uh, yeah, we checked the foundation here. Solid construction. Okay, looking good. Looking in good repair. <laughs> the upkeep is uh, pretty admirable around here. <laughs> but then it got to be like a useful, an actual useful review. A little bit of the personal experience. A little bit of stuff that's going to apply to everybody. Uh. I thought yeah. it was interesting that you have to, a month in advance, get tickets for this museum. Right, because it's a small place. And it's a it's, small place, and it's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I really only picture diehard fans taking the trip out of the small little town, small museum in a small town to get there. I don't even think she's watched a movie, a Ghibli movie. Well, she said she likes that they're pretty. Uh, I would expect. She knows the cat bus. That's one she, thing. She knows the cat bus. She's walked. She's walked past the TV a couple times when they've been on. She uh, she knows the toys at the other store enough to recognize them. Right. She saw the toys. Maybe you know. Maybe she is an expert. She just didn't want to flex her knowledge here. That's because she didn't know. She apparently doesn't know Japanese. She doesn't know Japanese. She can't. She's like, what's that Japanese cat's name? Totoro. Eh, eh, I'm not going to commit that much. <laughs> she's like, redact, redact, redact. Yeah, she didn't, you know, she's very careful not to make a fool of herself. I do love when you buy tickets to things at just random places, though. That's kind of a, I don't know what it, what it is about it, but going to Menards to buy <laughs> tickets to the <laughs> Renaissance Fair. I'm like, this feels cool. <laughs> I bought lots of tickets at the convenience store in Japan. They got little some the good ones have just little kiosks. You don't even have to talk to someone. You just go oh. punch in numbers and this oh, this event, they, these seats. So you got a review, Matt. I do have a review and I'm actually gonna stick on the Yelp train, but take <laughs> us from Yelp Japan to Yelp, Pennsylvania. Shout out Penn State. Yeah. I have a review. Not submitted to me by, but uh, it was taken by me from a Yelp friend of mine and, and an IRL friend, Adam. What up, Adam? What up? Uh, this is his review for Stallions Club in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Adam writes, I was here back in November of 2012. There was a private party taking place on a 3rd Street entrance, so we weren't able to enjoy the club completely. Being limited on what Harrisburg has to offer the LGBT community, we found the rear entrance to the club which leads us to the basement. Good thing was, there was no cover. Bad news, everyone knows about the basement. Club. Like sardines in a can, you're cramped into what is probably just a sit-down bar area. They try to accommodate those who like to dance with a makeshift stage, which is nothing more than three eight- 
eight-foot-wide by three-foot-deep platforms at the end of the bar and a pathetic sound system that wouldn't work for most newer cars on the road today. The music choices were awful that night. Nothing current, and whoever was in charge of the music kept putting on slow, hips-holding music. Really? (laughs) We're gay, not dead. (laughs) The drinks were light and expensive, and their only saving grace was the nearly nude bartending staff. But be careful, it's hit or miss on the hottie scale. (laughs) It will suck for everybody, sounds like. (laughs) Harrisburg is a little behind the times. They have no restrictions on smoking in bars, which leads to suffocation and ruined jeans. Be careful trying to navigate the crowd trying to escape. As people are cruising by you, they just may burn you with their cigarette. Two stars. It sounds like a real adventure going to that place. Uh, yeah, yeah. A real, a real going into the pit of Carcoon and back. A, a bit of a seedy den of of smoke and... So ne'er-do-wells. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're starting up a and d campaign. You got, that's the kind of place you want to get a quest from. <laughs> you, you failed to highlight the quest givers that were in the bar. Were there any, any gay dudes with exclamation points over their heads standing around? Yes, and they, they, they've got a mission for you. <laughs> it's probably cool. I would have to think so. You know, you you can always hit decline at the end of that quest that quest well, tracker if you don't want to do it. D&D and, and tabletop RPG communities are very, very all-inclusive and open. Sure. So I wouldn't, yep. it wouldn't surprise me if there were some, some dungeons. <laughs> Maybe that's going to sound, sound strange, but some dungeon masters <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple types of uh, dungeons. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Absolutely. that's not my I, place to say. Uh, no, I, think, <laughs> I, I think you're onto something. I was really picturing like sort of a Skyrim NPC just sitting around the bar. Where when you talk to them, the ca- they look at you, and then the rest of their body looks at you, and the, and <laughs> yeah, the camera yes. zooms in, and then the dialogue option comes up. And you're like, who is playing the lute in here? I came to dance. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to dance with the NPC, do a cool little animation. Uh, it sounds like a cool place. It does. Well, no, I mean, it's a two-star, but for Harrisburg, that's probably a three- or four-star <laughs> and for D&D nerds looking to go on IRL quests, uh, five stars. You know, we could five say yeah, three or four, five, six, seven. Who knows? 10, 11, 12. Endless. 13, 14. Just don't wear your nice <laughs> don't wear your nice jeans. Yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> it is. I mean, most places don't have indoor smoking anymore, but it's good to know that those that do. I think I'm always scared to wear my nice jeans. That's true. Why do we buy nice jeans? Right. You can't. I kind of want to wear them when I wear a nice sports jersey, but you can't even wear them to a sporting event. What if I? What if some drunkard spills beer on me? Can't, Mustard, can't, can't nacho sauce. I'm gonna, I don't want to waste my good jeans at work. And yeah, I'm sort of the person that's always in the danger of getting mustard and hot sauce and <laughs> cheese Pudding. all over myself. Who knows Pudding, what? Popcorn kernels. Well, hey. It, decided don't buy nice jeans anymore don't buy nice jeans anymore that's the takeaway we want you to have for episode 61 <laughs> a reviewparty.com which is now complete thank you let's for, plug it let's plug it so, out here sorry. thank you for listening listener made it this far that means you had a good time i hope i had a good time i did or else <laughs> <laughs> i did i did yeah that's in our contract the contract i made matt sign he has to have a good time during recording Please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> There's no episodes every Tuesday of this bad bitch. Every <laughs> hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day, we got a new episode waiting in your preferred podcast receptacle. Ready for your ears. Ready to start your Tuesday commute off right. Ready to waste an hour at work where you should be working. But hey, you're listening to some funny guys. If you see a funny review, those funny guys, you think those funny guys should be talking about, why don't you send it over to us, stinkus? It's uh, reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Send us whatever kind of funny internet business you got. Or you could send it to us. Oh, include your name so we can give you credit. Or you could send it to us on social media. Matt. You can find our social. I I do. 
if you're into social media and phones and computers and technology like the whiz you are, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ReviewParty.com. You can talk to us there, too. It's it's perfectly legitimate to talk to us and send us stuff and, and just say, hey, boys, what's up? Hello. You can do the same thing on Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. If you're into into less like interaction stuff, but more like getting to know us, you can go to reviewparty.com.com as aforementioned, and you can read the blog. You can find all of the episodes there. You can check out the shop. You can sign up for the newsletter, and you can click on the About Us page, where under the Friends of the Podcast section, you can see uh, none other than the Campaign Her podcast once again. Go check that out, or else in the contract we got all kinds of troughs filled with content ready to slide down your gullet is what we're trying to say here folks don't make it hard on yourselves let us feed you let us feed you let us let us let your blood from thy noses like our buddies in the band nosebleeds they let us use their jam bread for breakfast throughout the episode it's a bit of a theme song you might say and uh, I can I can hope for a better one than that. Uh, go go support them. Go their Spotify, for example. You know, he crazy kid. It's search nosebleeds. One word. You've heard it before. You know what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do you do? You want to do the finisher? I'll take the finisher. Take it. <laughs> I've got a lovely finisher today. It is an Amazon review for the book called. Stop beating your meat. Smoke it instead. A meat lover's cookbook with 50 delicious and funny grill and barbecue recipes that will have your guests begging for more. Paperback-November 1st, 2019. Amazon user Shane R. titles his review, It Works. <laughs> and writes, it's actually, he doesn't have the K in works, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But nonetheless, I'll read it. It works. Upon re- <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> Upon receiving this how-to manual, I immediately ceased the meat beating. Five stars. <laughs> See, this guy just wanted to be a part of the joke. He just wanted to participate in the little, little game everyone was playing. He got in. He got in. <laughs>